Before we start, how do you feel right now? You are here in this beautiful place with all the beautiful people. You all are here with intention. What is your expectation? Or maybe you don't have one. End of the day, what do you want to have in your mind? Do you have any intentions? And also be grateful to be here. In front of the Buddha and also we have Jesus. Wonderful, great two leaders. Now bring your palms together close to your heart. Make a wish for the day, your intention. Please open your eyes. <clears throat> okay. Good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday. So happy to see you all. And also, it's a big group for the retreat. I didn't expect this many people. So, however, I can see after many years, we are stuck home and going through COVID. I think everybody needs some um, little spiritual time. So, I'm so grateful you all made this journey. Uh, anybody totally new to the temple? Anybody? Oh, so many new people. That means I had to tell a story. <laughs> okay, um, so my name is Bhante Sujata. I'm the head monk of the temple. This is one of my brother monks, Bhante Cash. We call the cash. He's expensive. <laughs> um, so we made it short. And so anyway, um, this is the Blue Lotus Temple. You can see this old church. Uh, even yesterday, somebody asked me, how did you decide to come to this place? Actually, this is so funny. You know, I didn't have any idea where I'm going. So, uh, 20 years ago, uh, first uh, I was in Michigan, uh, Detroit, and serving to Sri Lankan Buddhist community. And so, after five years living there and being a head monk of the temple, I felt kind of tired and exhausted uh, because I felt um, I'm so cultured in that small community. And I don't know about America, I don't know what people are doing here, no idea, and also I don't speak English. Then I was thinking, what the heck I'm doing here? And I'm living here in America, or I made a Sri Lanka here. So I have two choices, one, go back to Sri Lanka, or stay here. I made the decision to stay here, this is the result. Okay, so then after, you know, 
making that decision to leave that place. I don't know where I'm going. So then one of my friends helped me to write a letter. I sent it to so many organizations around the country that email more than 50 emails. Then two churches responded, one from uh, Georgia, Atlanta, other one, Woodstock, Illinois, here. So 20 years ago, actually 21 years ago, I was driving, um, you know, 90, then I hit the uh, 47, and I'm coming through all the way down 47 to here. I was thinking myself, oh my God, and this country, there's no people. Only cornfield. I never seen that many cornfield in my whole life. And so I was so emotional, fearful, unknown. I'm crying and, you know, so confused. And then finally I end up in this church. So minister, you know, that our showroom, that, you know, that time it was the office. And he was so nice to me. He welcome and he said, welcome to my church. I don't know what to do for and, uh, do to help you. And, but there is a family, they love to have you. And I said, okay. Then there was a man, his 40s, and he said, okay, let's go with me. I went to his house, and uh, then he gave me a little room. I can see everything is pink color. Then I realized it's a little girl's room. And so now I have a small room, I'm living with the family. Uh, then the man said, if you want to live with me, you have to handle two things. One is my wife. Other one is uh, my two children, three and four. If you can live with them, this is your room. Now I'm so confused because being a monk now almost 40 years, can you believe I never stay overnight my parents' house after I become a monk? So that means I'm not comfortable to live with a family. So anyway, no choice for me now. Now I have to live with them. And so first week it was so challenging for me. Um, it is so loud. Uh, why two children and they are waking up early morning crying middle of the night they are crying during the day they are fighting you know children uh, husband and wife they are very happy and next 30 minutes they are unhappy and <laughs> you all know what I'm talking about right then they are happy and they are arguing and they are making their life so in the middle of nowhere now there's a Buddhist monk and so I have a disorder. It's really difficult for these monks too. I know that. Because I cannot handle messy places. You know, I always want to clean. I know that's my disorder. So when they leave the house in the morning, whole house is a mess. I cannot stand. What I do, I clean whole house. When they come home, cook meal, clean house, everything is well organized like a Zen temple. And now wife, she loves me. Finally, I start to do the babysitting. So I'm so grateful for that time and that opportunity. Because of those two children, I learned how to speak English. Because I was always with them. Then I start to go to school. I was in MCC. And so one day, church called me and said, why you don't come to the church and teach meditation? I said, I'm scared. I don't know how to speak English in front of people. Then the minister said, no, you can do it, you know. Then being a Buddhist monk, very difficult to say no, because we are in the service to people. But anyway, I said no, didn't work. <laughs> didn't work. And so now being here in America many years, I know how to say no now, uh, because American people train me how to say no, thank you so much. <laughs> so anyway, um, so I started my first meditation class 20 years ago at the basement of this church. 
um, I was so scared to the death and three people staring at me and looking at me. I'm so nervous, they are so curious. So then I just smiled. You know, I was planning to say a few words, I totally lost. And they smile at me, I smile again. Back and forth we smiled to each other like 10-15 minutes <laughs> and then they left. That's the first meditation. So then I was so happy why they are not coming again. I was so disappointed I didn't do a good job. So then I talked to minister, I said, Dan, don't ask me again, I'm so scared. You know, people, I don't know how many people remember him. Uh, he was six foot tall guy and during the COVID he passed away. And so he grabbed my hand and pushed me to a chair and he said, sit down, I want to talk to you. I got scared actually. And so then he said, this country we call the land of opportunities. You have a beautiful opportunity here in this country. I see something beautiful happening. You can do it. You can do it. I said, Dan, I cannot do it. I'm so scared. Then he said, no, I will help you. Let's try one more time. Then you can give up. I said, okay. I'm really sure they are not coming, okay? That's what I was thinking. So then next Saturday, I was sitting again downstairs and praying myself, please people don't show up. Please people don't show up. <laughs> My prayer didn't work at all. Same three people sitting in front of me and staring at me. I was thinking something wrong with these people. But I didn't say that. So then second day I said a few words and whatever I said, they like it. Now they are coming every Saturday morning. So can you believe now still we are doing Saturday morning meditation. So I was doing meditation nine years at the church. Um, they were so supportive to me and very helpful. Nine years later they announced we are going to sell the church. How about you purchase this building? Then I said, I don't have money to buy a church. So anyway, I announced to people, people are so loving and kind, all the local American people. One person donated 100,000 and all the money came within a few weeks. I got the building. So now right after I get this building, people were thinking it's a historical building here in McClendy County. Um, so I take everything down, like these stained glasses and things, make it Buddhist temple. I said, no, I'm not going to do that. Because I was thinking, last nine years, I used to live with Jesus. The rest of my life, I can live with him, no problem at all. This is 120 years old building. So then, now we have Jesus, now we have Buddha, and we have Mother Mary, other side, and everybody is there. And so we are happy because I was thinking if I change and more than the Jesus is really disrespecting to the Buddha because Buddha's teaching is acceptance and loving kindness. So then I accepted everything where it was. Now think about how beautiful here, how many meditations, almost 386 meditation classes per year now here in this place. So now we have few other Blue Lotus temples around the country. And so this is what happened. So thank you so much and come into the Blue Lotus temple and enjoy your time here. I'm always reminding people, this is not a religious place. Okay? This is, we are not practicing a religion in this place. Because we have so many religions around the world. If you have one, please respect to that. 
if i have one i have to respect to that so i am teaching here lifestyle how to live happily so one of my uh, brother monks called me like a week ago and asked me he, he said i'm always watching all your videos and facebook and youtube and always you have full house at the blue lotus temple last 20 years how do you keep these people together in this place under one roof what is the secret he wants to learn from me then i said only secret what i am doing here in this building i am teaching about life how to live happily then i said i am not teaching a religion if you want to learn a religion you can go so many places but very few places you can find you can learn about life so therefore this is this place open to conversation as question if you want to ask any question please do if i know the answer i said okay this is the answer if i don't know the answer i said i don't know let me think about it because you today become my teachers i am you you know i become your teachers always we are sharing this wisdom now i want to let you know few things before we start the meditation meditation is not a punishment why is that <laughs> everyday life we have lots of punishments so this is your weekend sunday beautiful day you can have go some outdoor activities and things but you change your mind and you came to the temple you didn't come here to have another punishment right you you came here to have some good time quality time peaceful time everyday life all the family matters uh, business matters workplace matters all the things you are going through in life almost like a punishment sometimes people don't like to do those things but no choices for you you have to go to work no choices for you you have to raise your family so now you are here i don't want to give you another problem i want to give you peace here so that is my intention therefore this is your spiritual home this is the place we are going to talk about life our challenges our difficulties how we are going to live this world without hurting to self and others that's what we are going to talk about today okay so somebody is here doing first time meditation first time meditation practitioners first time didn't do any meditation before wow you did some okay you did some but first retreat okay how many people first retreat oh so many okay good good so <clears throat> one thing we had to understand two things actually before we go to meditation and sit and practice there is a word we call the relaxation okay other word called the mindfulness or meditation whatever word you want to use let's talk about the word relaxation after you understand those words perfectly your meditation going really well okay if you want to relax now think about your life you are exhausted and tired then you are telling oh i want to relax do you say that so if you want to relax what kind of things you are doing what are hmm uh, if you want to relax Uh-huh. Oh, 
Listen to music, meditate, okay? Anybody? Everyday life? Walk. Hmm? Okay, lay down, okay, good. I love that. You know, anybody? I asked that question, one lady answered, drinking wine. <laughs> of course, you know, so you, you can do that too, if you want to. So anyway, you can do so many things to relax your body and mind. You can walk with your dog, nature walk, hiking, exercise, uh, lying down, have a nap, have a uh, body massage, right? All those things you can do. Come into the singing ball at the temple, all those things. And anybody do yoga? Okay, so many people do the yoga. What is the last pose you are doing? Shavasana. You are waiting for Shavasana, right? So, now think about early morning you go to the yoga studio with your favorite yoga teacher before you go to work. And so now you do yoga, then end of the yoga you do Shavasana. How do you feel? So relaxed and peaceful. After that, you are so happy, so grateful, giving all the credits to the yoga teacher. It's a good time, there's a sanctuary and it's how wonderful. Then you get dressed, get into the car, driving 90 east. <laughs> now I'm asking around 8 o'clock. How about now? You are getting close to Chicago. <laughs> we all know that, right? We are getting close to the Chicago. Traffic is backing up. Now you are late, late to work, late to your appointment. How do you feel? Relax? Eh? Tension, you know, upset, mad, maybe honking to other people and doing all those kind of short, sort of things because you are stressed out. That means whatever you experience at the yoga studio or yoga mat during the Savasana, now you don't have it at all. What did that means? Benefit of relaxation is temporary. In that moment you feel good. Right after you go to the real world, we are the same difficult, annoying people. <laughs> we all are, right? That's so normal, that's okay. That is the nature of relaxation. So therefore, please understand Relaxation is not meditation. Does it make sense to everybody? Relaxation is not meditation, but without relaxing your body and mind, you cannot meditate. It is interconnected. But the danger of this, when people get into a relaxed state of mind, how do you feel? You feel good. Right after you feel good with something, what you want to do with it? Keep it. What is the nature of it? Temporary. Then what will happen? <laughs> yes, dissatisfaction, you feel disappointed. You think, you know, my meditation is not working. Bhante Sujati is not a good teacher, that's why. My cushion is not perfect. My chair is not, you know, perfect. That's why I cannot do that. So then you find all the complaints about it. But we don't understand relaxation is not meditation. This makes sense? So, and also when you go to relaxed state of mind, the way I can see it, half away you are sleeping. 
half away you are sleeping i call it self hypnotize so listen to somebody's voices or listen to the singing bowl listen to the chanting or whatever things you are listening to them in that moment you are relaxing then half away you are sleeping but you are kind of wake up and you know half away sleeping do you think that meditation i don't think so so when you will see when i am guiding meditation first i ask you to relax your body so when you are really deeply relaxing yourself what is the first benefit of relaxation you are falling asleep it makes sense you are falling asleep i can see it right after that people are falling asleep don't feel bad about it that's good that means you can meditate now <laughs> so the job is done <laughs> job is sometimes people say oh bande i am falling asleep don't feel bad you that means first part of the meditation already perfectly you address you pass the test but my job as a teacher if i see you are sleeping like this i do i ask everybody to wake up the moment you wake up meditation begins it makes sense so buddha himself used a word for meditation he said awaken mind awaken mind person who is practicing meditation his or her mind is fully awake to what to the present moment present moment is what exactly happening right now in my body in my mind okay another simple explanation for the meditation uh, eastern countries always we are using that word the word we are using bhavana like a yoga is a sanskrit word bhavana b h a bhavana english speaking countries they translated this word bhavana as meditation it is totally wrong that's why people are confused with this word bhavana is not meditation but i'm using that popular word now because otherwise people don't get it and bhavana it means cultivation makes sense cultivation developing your mind mental culture that's what we call the meditation so that means people are thinking oh i am going to meditate i am going to close whole my mind then i don't have any problem no thought no feeling no emotion that means for me you are dead <laughs> you are completely dead no feeling no thoughts no emotion you don't know what is going on completely dead but buddha said person who is practicing meditation he is not dead he is awake he is fully awake so what i am going to ask you today we are going to be fully awake today when you are awake you can see what is come to your mind how do you feel in your body you can recognize all the thoughts in your mind everything is beautiful is a whole one package the but the problem is your reaction when you are awake you become observer you are observing not reacting that is meditation it makes sense okay good that's enough for now <laughs> and so i have a lot to say uh, but anyway uh, 
Thank you so much for coming. First, we are going to meditate for a while. Then I will give a little time in between uh, each uh, meditation class, meditation hour, uh, so you can ask question. And also, during the meditation, if you want to get up, go to the bathroom. Please do, right? Because you are not here to have a punishment. Remember? So I know after you drink coffee in the morning, maybe you won't run. And so anytime, slowly and get up and walk away and you can do your job. And also, when you do those kind of things, middle of the meditation, you get up and go to the bathroom or something, be mindful about that too. Not just get up and run. Mindfully, it's become a part of your meditation. So life is meditation. All activity is meditation. Our speaking is our meditation. Our thinking is our meditation. Okay. One last thing. If you want to receive wisdom according to the Buddha's teaching, there are three ways to receive the wisdom. One is thinking and gaining wisdom. Okay. Thinking and gaining wisdom. The second one is listening and gaining wisdom. The third one is meditating and gaining wisdom. So we are so focused on the meditation, other two we are not. Listening and gaining wisdom, thinking and gaining wisdom, meditating and gaining wisdom. That means all those three we have to work together. While we are sitting you can listen to yourself, while you are sitting you can think, that thinking and listening turn into your meditation. Does it make sense? Okay, good. And also, when you are sitting and meditating, people sitting on the cushion, sometimes it is difficult. You know, when you are sitting like 20 minutes, sometimes you feel pain and aches. Then what we have to do? Hmm? Oh, you can change your posture or you can get up and go to a chair. So people who are sitting on the chair, then you are looking at these people sitting in the corner, oh, wow, they are doing great job. I want to try that too. Get up and come here and sit down. And after five minutes you say, no, I don't like it. <laughs> right? <laughs> then you can get up and go back. Why? I said, this is not a punishment. So, without trying, without doing, you don't know what it is. So, therefore, I don't like to make so many rules here. So, therefore, you are so free to try and take those challenges. Okay? Okay, let's do a short meditation first. Please find the comfortable posture. <clears throat> Make sure you can keep your body straight as much as you can. Maybe you cannot do perfectly, but you can try. Then make sure your head is not hanging down. Make sure your chin is little up. When you close your eyes, make it gentle manner. Gently close your eyes. Take few deep, long breaths and relax your whole body. Please do it three times.
experience relaxation and peace. Feel harmony with your body. Feel close to yourself. Today we are going to do extended loving-kindness meditation. Loving-kindness meditation is the base or foundation for your spiritual journey. Without a base or foundation, very difficult to build strong building or house. Meditation journey is not an easy one, it is a difficult one. Lots of challenges you will face. When you are facing those challenges, you need that loving awareness to yourself and others. First send your loving thoughts towards yourself thinking, I am well, I am happy. I am peaceful. When you repeat those three words to yourself, how do you feel about yourself? Maybe you experience, I am not well, I am not happy or peaceful. If you are, no need to repeat those three words. Repeating those three words, we are making our intention to get into those places or mind state, creating your intention. I am well, I am happy, I am peaceful. Every time when you repeat those three words, you are bringing healing to your body, healing to your mind giving boost to your bloodstream. Sometimes we have regrets. We have some anger towards ourselves. As a question, why I don't like myself? Why I am angry with myself? If you see anything anger-related or disappointments, regrets, is it possible for you to see the root of the problem? 
I am well. I am happy. I am peaceful. Now we can go a little bit further. Now send your loving thoughts all the people in this room. Person next to you, in front of you or behind you. Maybe you don't know the names of the, all the people, but you have intention. May all the people in this room be well. Be happy, be peaceful. May no harm come to them. May no difficulties come to them. You are giving all your loving energy into these people. How beautiful it is. We become one with loving kindness. May all our friends in this room be well, be happy, be peaceful.
Now send your loving thoughts towards all the people in this city. This city we call Woodstock. Now we are taking this loving energy to outside world. May all the people in this city of Woodstock be well, be happy, be peaceful. Some people are happy, some people are unhappy, some people are healthy, some people are sick, mentally sick, physically sick. Doesn't matter who they are, we are just sending our loving thoughts towards them. This is your intention. Let's go a little bit more further. Now send your loving thoughts towards the state, state of Illinois. All the people in this state, be well, be happy, be peaceful.
Now send your loving thoughts towards whole country, the United States, where we live. More than 300 million people here in this country. Be well, be happy, be peaceful. May no harm come to them, may no difficulties come to them. All the people in this country, be well, be happy, be peaceful. Now send your loving thoughts towards whole world. May all living beings, human beings, non-human beings, be well, be happy, be peaceful. If you want to change your posture, please change at any time. Be kind to your body. Now having loving motivation to yourself and the world, 
Now let's go home. Being in the universe, being in the world, now you are returning home. Now send your loving thoughts towards your family. You can looking at them differently now. May all of my family members be well, be happy, be peaceful. Think of them individually, by names. Imagine their smiling faces, your children, grandchildren, brothers and sisters, parents. Whether they are here in this world or not, still you can do it. Sometimes we don't like some of our family members. They are challenging people, they are difficult. They were rude to you, they were mean to you. Maybe you have long history with them. In this moment I am asking you, is it possible for you to change your perspective about them? Their behaviors? We all are human beings. We are imperfect. Who is perfect? Nobody. Therefore, being in this imperfect world, we cannot have the perfection, that expectation. Therefore, is it possible for you to forgive them? What is forgiveness? Forgiveness is completely letting go without reservations. You can forgive, but no need to forget. Memories are there, but those memories are not hurting you anymore. You are totally healed with your loving-kindness practice. Whatever they did, They are on those actions. They are responsible, not you. Now slowly turn your attention to your breath. Every breath you take in, you take out, is taken mindfully. 
focus on your natural, ordinary breaths. Don't put your meditation to your do list. This is not a job, it's a lifestyle. Therefore, don't try too much or too less with your meditation practice. Just maintain your practice where you understand right now. That's it. Moment to moment, paying attention what is happening in total way. Mind wanders, that is the nature of the mind. Let it wander. Mind is wandering anyway. When you are practicing meditation, you can become an observer, observing what mind does not controlling, not repressing, not expressing. Be mindful.
Sometimes you may experience restlessness, sleepiness, some boredom, laziness, doubts, perhaps regrets. Be aware about them. Those are distractions to your practice, hindrances. Are you awake? Are you aware what exactly happening right now? in your body and in your mind. Sometimes meditation seems to be difficult because our concentration is not well developed. To climb a mountain, we need certain physical strength. First day of your hike is difficult. When we get used to it, climbing becomes much easier. Same with your meditation practice. Therefore, we should make that commitment to practice every day.
Now mind, observe your body, your body is relaxed, your mind is calm, tranquil and peaceful. Make a strong determination to practice every day and also you can make a wish. I am going to find peace, contentment and balance in my life. That way I can enjoy this life. May peace be with you. May you be well. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. Thank you very much. Please open your eyes. Okay, now your time to talk. So, same time, anybody want to use the washroom, please do. Anytime you can get up and go. And also, we can, you can have some coffee and tea, some snacks are there. Some cookies, you can have that too. Um, so, questions, discussion. How was the meditation? Any challenges you have? Thank you. I think it's a really good question, everybody going through these kind of things, right? I have one thing to ask from you all. When you are looking at me now, do you see any pain? Huh? Do you see any pain? No, right? But right now I'm in extremely pain. <laughs> because I have a back issue these days. You know, my back and it is last few days is really bothering me even get into the car it is difficult um, so I have these issues many years now finally I realize only thing I can take care of my mind 100% I cannot take care of my body 100% but I can try but I cannot 
have an answer for this physical body 100%. Do you think you can have 100% answer for your physical body? No way. If you are trying to get that 100% answer for your physical body, you get stressed out. You get really stressed out. So therefore, this is one thing I am doing, my personal practice. When I am going through pain, I am always trying to learn from my pain. My pain becomes my meditation practice, object. And also, I am always thinking, pain is not I, pain is not mine or my. That means I am trying to separate my pain from my body. Makes sense, right? So that's why I said, when you are looking at my body, you don't see the pain. So when we separate the pain, <laughs> then pain just be himself or herself. I know it's a very challenging thing. I go through a lot in my life. One time I almost dying. So however, I survived. So therefore, always there is a way to handle it. Even for the Buddha, even for the Jesus. Everybody going through that. So one time Buddha said to his attendant, you know, his attendant name is Ananda, said, Ananda, my body is almost like an old car, old vehicle, making all the noises now. <laughs> he said, you know, the Ananda, my back hurt. My back hurt. I want to lay down. So Buddha said that. But his mind is okay. So, therefore, there is no perfect answer for the pain. Just learn from it, become a friends with it, and learn how to manage. That's the only thing. Otherwise, we have to suffer from it a lot. You know, I remember one time, one of our friends here at the Blue Lotus, he came to me and he's going through lots of pain. He was thinking, oh, nothing to worry. I have money. He was thinking, I can fix it. Then he went to all the big hospitals around Chicago land. He couldn't get the answer. He was so upset and disappointed. Then he was thinking, no, no worries, I have money. Then he went to the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. Then group of doctors and people, nurses, tried to figure it out, couldn't. He came here and sitting here in front of me and crying like a baby upset, mad. I feel my money is useless now. I said, no, money is not useless. <laughs> it is useful, <laughs> but not for everything. You can use for your money for different things, but not, that's not the 100% answer. Now I said, now you are angry with your money and the material things because it, those things didn't give you an answer for you. Now you are going for another extreme. I said, Money is not bad. Money is good. But your perspective is something you have to change. So then he said, only time I feel painless when I come to the temple. It's very interesting to me. When I come to the temple and sit and meditate, I feel painless. What is that means? What is that means? Because the mind... Yeah, right, exactly. He's focusing on something else. That means what I said, 
he tried to keep his pain away for a while i know it's a very hard job it took so many years you know one time i was in the hospital here um the 14 uh in the morning you know the doctors coming to see the patient right and so they know i'm a buddhist monk and when the doctors came to the my room you know they came, he came to the my room and he want to check my pain level right then they show that chart with the faces <laughs> then he show you know looking at this chart you know tell me what is your pain level i point like a 9 right then he was looking at me confused and he said if you are in such a pain why you are smiling <laughs> then i couldn't smile you know i laugh actually then he said when you come to the hospital don't smile <laughs> we misunderstand so maybe you are a monk that's why you are smiling but don't smile with my, with me because i totally misunderstand the whole thing then i said no doctor i'm in pain but when you come to treat me i want to smile to you that's what i did i know pain is difficult so try to be a friend with your pain okay anybody other questions question time what are the challenges you had for the meditation yes okay this one okay because sound vibration has a big effect in people's lives right same thing with music right whatever sounds you know so now think about when you you can see the vibration so when we are doing the chanting group group of now december is a big chanting happening at the temple when you are doing the chanting people are so as i said so relaxed really focused that's a good thing but that's not everything this is a tool to get into the place but if every day you know the having your uh, mental clarity if you are playing the singing ball doesn't work like why temporary it is always temporary but this vibration is very powerful if when we are chanting when we are vibrating the like a singing ball it is what is happening vibrating oh, our fluid in the body it has a lots of uh, physical health you know is a vibrating our fluid in the body because we have 60% water in the body right 60% i think you know so that means vibrating our you know the fluid or water inside the body that's why we have a calming effect you know same thing with the chanting by that moment you feel good but that moment we have to put something good into the mind that's my job when you are having a very relaxed state of mind that is the time we can talk about the deeper thing and realizing things so now think about when you go to the hospital they do the blood drawing right taking the blood what nurses are always telling you before put the right take a deep breath and let go 
then when we are while we are doing it she or he has already done the job <laughs> how interesting right so that's the point when we have that relaxed state of mind so many things we can address in our physical body right right exactly <laughs> anything else okay question time any challenges and difficulties no wow yes please come to, uh, to a little bit <laughs> no? okay good question that's why i said if your mind is not wandering you are dead <laughs> i'm always joking around it right so you know mind it's a mind has to wander if your mind is wandering something wrong i can remember wednesday night meditation one young man he's a bank manager he used to come to the temple one day right after meditation he said bante i hate my meditation today i as why my mind is wandering i don't like it i can't meditate because it's all over i said okay i understand So then I asked him do you go to work tomorrow Then he said yes I have to go to work Now just imagine after you go to work tomorrow you are sitting at your office all the clients are coming to your office your mind is not wandering at all it is totally frozen nothing you are sitting in your office do you like it Then he said no I want to work I want my wandering mind to do my work i said stop complaining then <laughs> you know so wandering mind is good nothing wrong with that so therefore let it wander but how you handle it now think about perfect example like a baby now think about you have children some mothers or some parents they always say no don't do it sit down when you do that what will they do yeah doing opposite right doing opposite. they are maybe more for a moment they are doing okay but next second they are doing the same thing but i am thinking always wise mother or wise parents they are doing something different we no need to control and say don't do it using the negative words don't 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 all the time don't do that so what we have to do let him or her to play but what is my job to watch when we are watching when the child is in the wrong place and putting the plug point or put the finger or somewhere what is your job drop everything go and grab the baby same thing your mind is exactly like a child if you are making rules for your mind my never listen <laughs> always doing opposite i was trouble when i was a young monk when my teacher say no to me i do thousand wrongs that's my character anyway and so finally he was tired and exhausted with me keep saying no to me then he said whatever then i'm happy <laughs> then i know how to manage myself so then i said just watch that way when you are watching your child those children are doing so well yesterday there was a child here he is running all over 
putting things, grabbing things, open the boxes in the bookstore, and you know, the mother is busy doing things. But I went to that child, I said, you can play, but this is the way you have to play. This is the way you have to do. You know, lovingly I explained to him. Then he was kind of looking at me like this. He, he got it. Then right away he settled down. Instead of controlling your mind, be kind to your mind. Be gentle with your mind. I can yell at that kid, but it doesn't help for that. You know, he's a child. He doesn't understand. But my explanation is more important because it has to be kind and firm. Same with your mind. Therefore, don't try to control your mind. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Meditation is not controlling your mind. Meditation is understanding your mind. How mind works. Does this make sense? Many people, they said to me, why I don't want to meditate? Because I cannot control my mind. How sad. Because they got the wrong information. Any question about it? Yeah, when the mind wanders, we watch. Mm-hmm. My reaction is to breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you have ways to maybe take advantage of the mind wandering. You take it a different direction. Yeah, when you, this is what I experience. When my mind is wandering, I watch. Then mind stop. Okay? Then mind stop. When I, but mind knows I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Minds know I'm watching. So then, children also do that, right? When mother is watching, they are kind of, oh, mom is watching. I have to behave nice. Oh, then I can learn the lesson. You know, sometimes I can see my mind is wandering, right? Then I'm thinking, what is the lesson I'm going to learn from this wandering mind? It doesn't matter. However, maintain your awareness. That is the whole purpose. Maintain your awareness. If you can maintain your awareness, you are doing so well. So, I I was listening to another monk. He said, I don't want people to meditate anymore. (laughs) He's instructing the people, don't meditate. Go and clean the garden. Pull the weed. You know, (laughs) you know, do something. You know, don't meditate. Why? When people are doing meditation, they are getting used to the question and sitting and doing nothing or sleeping. Does it make sense? So people have to be active while we are in action, you have to learn. I, I think for me it's perfectly working. Perfectly working for while I'm in action, I can learn. While I'm talking to thousands of people, I can learn about myself. This makes sense to you? Therefore, don't run away or don't find another place or another planet to meditate. There, there's no place. This is the place. This Right now in this present moment. So therefore, don't try to control your wandering mind. So, you know, one story came to my mind. One man went to the temple to meditate and asked monk, you know, I want to meditate. Please teach me how to meditate. Then monk said, easy, you can do it. 
There's a room, there's a cushion. Go and sit down, close your eyes. Then young man asked, "What should I had? What should I do?" Then monk said, "Oh, not a big deal. Don't think of monkeys. <laughs> Don't think of the monkeys." Oh, then young man was saying, "Wow, I was thinking meditation is so challenging and difficult. No, this is fun." Only thing I had to don't think of the monkeys. Now he's sitting and closing his eyes, try to stop thinking of monkeys. <laughs> What is happening now? Thousands of monkeys <laughs> teasing to him, coming to his face. Then he ran to the teacher and said, "Please stop that stupid monkey meditation. I don't like it. You know, teach me something else." Then monk, now what? He said, "Think of monkeys." Now he is trying to think of the monkeys. No monkeys anymore. That's why I said, making the rules for your mind, always doing the opposite. <laughs> mind is so weird. Oh, can we have? <laughs> right? We had to make the, all the deal. You know? We had to trick it, and so that's how I feel. Anything else? Anything else? No questions. Yes. What was the, the word that you used for bhavana? Bhavana. Yeah. What was the translation? It's a cultivation. Or oh, developing your mind. I'm in an argument with somebody right now, mm-hmm. and when I meditate, I try to focus on the Coming. Yeah, and I can't. I, so the, I can see now what is. I be, catch, right, but, but you don't want to let go. No. <laughs> you are perfectly answer. You you know that's why it is keep bothering you. Yeah. Let go doesn't mean totally forgetting about. Right. Right. But still, you don't like it. Right. So now, do you remember end of I mean, beginning of the meditation? I said, without loving kindness practice, very difficult to deal with these mental problems. We always get upset, always get mad, always want to pushing it out. That's why I said loving kindness is being a gentle with ourselves, taking time, because you want to be very peaceful quickly, but the way you want it doesn't work. is little by little now think about this is my 40th year being a monk still i am doing so many annoying things as these monks they will tell you right still i am keep going but the good thing they also see i have developed my mind because like 5 years ago where i am dealing with them now where i am dealing now is totally different they they can see it i take easily i get attacked you know easily i say something mean or rude sometimes being a leader is a really big job is hard but now i am right i'm more gentle now right <laughs> i'm more more gentle now because when i see something not right if it is not life threatening i'm okay with that 
Because if I really feel like my mind is, I feel is clouded, I don't know what to do now, what usually I do, I get into the car and go and walk somewhere or something like that. I try to figure out myself first. Then I will come and talk to them. Otherwise, when I'm in the bad mood, when I'm talking, they don't get the right message. Does it make sense? So therefore, letting be, we can say let it, let it be, but it takes time. Right. Right. Yeah. But our expectation, I, we want to see the progress quickly. I think hundreds of years, you know, or, you know, many lifetimes, according to the Buddhist teaching, we used to live with this negative mindset. You know, all our system, we have this negativity. To taking care of that is take time again. So, this is my way to explain it. Going upstream is easy or going downstream is easy? Downstream is easy. Why is easy? Go with the flow. Why? Everybody contributed some energy in this existence to go. Now, if you want to go to the downstream, no need to try. Just step on, boom, down. <laughs> Easily. How about going upstream like a meditation? Right? Now think about we have maybe 40 people here for the meditation. These are the only people here in this area? No. But coming this journey is challenging. That's why we have less people. Now think about if we have like a big musical show in the Woodstock Square today. What do you think? Hundreds of thousands of people come. Why everybody? I'm not telling they are bad. But going that direction is easy. Why everybody contributed that energy? Why monks are less? <laughs> Why nuns are less? Because everybody cannot do this job. I know how difficult. Sometimes people think they can easily become a monk, I can do a good job. Good luck. <laughs> you know, I'm not really encouraging people to become a monks or nuns at all. I said, don't do it. You don't know how painful, how difficult, how challenging, uh, how pain, you know, I'm always telling the difficult part of it. But if they really want to do it, they will figure it out. They will figure it out. So it is very difficult. But difficult doesn't mean we cannot. Little by little. Anything else? Flow. Mm -hmm. But yet, but yet, mindfulness teaches like non striving. Mm -hmm. Like an hurricane will maybe it's accepting what is. Mm -hmm. like, like I'm at odds with this person for whatever reason, and maybe they just need to let it be. Mm -hmm. So, so those things, not sure that. No, Can you tell me again? I didn't get it. Anybody can? No, no, you can try to explain uh, it. What is your, so what is your, what is the moral to your story regarding these sugars and that gold as well? So this is what usually what I'm telling you. Okay. I know go with the flow in this society is a very common saying. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. 
one day i realized no way i don't want to do that i realized myself being here i don't want to go with the flow that's why i'm in trouble I, that's why i have all the problems in my life going with the flow in one side i can see right in my life no i am not going with the flow i am going upstream <laughs> why nobody is going upstream but the person is going with the flow people call what everybody is so normal normal being so if you are not normal people are not accepting you when you are not going with the flow people think something wrong with the person why he or she is not included to this flow because now think about everybody looking at me now sara you are looking at them you are just you you are looking at them everybody is turning to me but she is looking at you then people may think why she is she is looking at me because everybody looking at bante then maybe many people looking at me they think they are the normal people you know one person is looking opposite she's abnormal that's what people all these people going to this side or this side so this is what i am thinking i am not going with the flow sometimes i do things but i know i am in this stream i i know i am this stream but i don't want to hurt myself being in that stream while i am in the stream little by little while going down i am trying to go upstream too little by little then everybody think hey where do you go you are going the wrong direction no i said no bye i am going this way it makes sense it's very difficult when you are going this direction everybody think i am a lunatic i am crazy can you handle that when somebody said you are lunatic you are going the wrong direction can you handle that many people cannot why everybody feel i want to include but in the spiritual journey don't think like that i want to include with other people no spiritual human being they are living in the normal world with the normal activities with normal people but their minds are super normal that's clear <laughs> <laughs> so wow um, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's confusing what I said I know that change so this just brought on to me uh how in this flow that people are going against the flow mm-hmm. there's change and so when you work with hundreds of people like some of us do and, and people and for And the people say, "Well, you've changed, mm-hmm. not good or bad, but you've changed, and you know being bad. Right. And what you've done is, you feel like you're really, really yeah. And so then you jump back in the flow, you right? Know, right, right. Maybe you can act. I'm with in the flow. I'm sorry. You can act a little bit. I'm in the flow to make them happy. <laughs> Yeah. Right. So, um, what is the question about that? I'm driving on road. No, because I understand because when we are in the opposite direction, normal world cannot accept that. Because 
why we are very different because many situation i remember not people traditional people like like a sri lankan people were thinking i'm crazy the things the way i say is crazy why according to them of course i'm crazy but for me internally i'm very happy that's what important to me if they are unhappy that's not my problem <laughs> they have to handle that problem but i know how to go with the flow if i want to go with the flow that's fine but when i'm going upstream if i see because of my upstream activities it bring joy and balance and contentment into my life i will keep doing it while i'm doing it another five people get into this up, upstream journey with me i'm happy about it because i know the world is too big for me to change but i can change few people that's how meditation is working I love you and so I'm so happy to hear that you have that courage even this seven day I really I know that's not the perfect situation to do it but your intention is very powerful to me I'm even tried to this 30 minutes with Bhante and so you made that commitment that's very powerful to me so that's good but it's okay whatever other people think right exactly yeah that's how i feel you know i'm not really mad or upset with them but they are not my salvation they are not my deeper happiness so one day i will explain to them because many time i heard my spiritual journey from many people i'm crazy i you know in the beginning as a young monk i felt mad and upset but now i feel everybody those people who said i'm crazy they made my life who i am now now people i still is so funny they come to see me now when they come to see me they appreciate me now oh my god how much you doing you are doing happy you are doing great they are the people said i'm crazy <laughs> now they are coming to see me i'm treating them well i'm care about them and i'm always in because of you guys i'm here now thank you so much because when they say i'm crazy what did that means i'm testing myself it makes sense i'm testing myself where i'm at 
So when somebody says something negative about you, don't react right away. You can test yourself where I'm at in my practice. Right. Very, very much. So now you can see how much society's influence into our lives. So you can see how much stress we get because of the society. So break that, break that big wall. We need lots of strength and energy in our mind. You know, I think I'm the example for that because being in the traditional Buddhist monk's background, I break all the walls and demolish everything and thousands of people are angry with me. I made it. <laughs> That's why we have Blue Lotus. Otherwise, I was sitting in Michigan eating good food by, you know, making Sri Lankan people every day to freshly cook two meals coming to the temple. Nothing much to do. Only weekends. I can have fun myself. But no, I don't want that. I break all those traditional rules and cultures. I came here. So, I know because of that journey, that stubborn journey, I call the stubborn journey, I made this place and also I made this place. So now I feel this is not mine, this is not ours, this is belong to the universe. I do my journey whether this building is exists or not, I am doing my journey too. So that's how I want to see people are flourishing their meditation journey. Okay, anything else? <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think it's just very inspirational because if I felt like that in my yard with like maybe one person passing by, I could only imagine how you felt in like the parking lot of the stadium. So I think that was really inspirational when I did that. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I said, you know. Yeah. Wow. Now think about this, okay? Now after you say that, you know, this is what I'm going to do, maybe the same night she went home and Googled it, what is meditation, I want to do that. So that's what's happening to people. So because of your strong, powerful practice, even one word will change people's lives because of your practice. I will tell you one story. 
I think maybe uh, 15 years ago, I was doing a meditation class middle of the downtown Chicago. Um, so then I finished my class and I left. Then I, 15 years later, you know, like a few years later, I was doing another class in the downtown area. Then one man, like maybe your age, and came to me and said, Hi, Bhante, how are you doing? You know, I said, Hi, I'm doing well. Because thousands of people I meet, sometimes I can remember their names, but I say, Hi, how are you? He act, he knows me really well, but I cannot remember. It's happened to me a lot. But anyway, I'm smiling and talking to people. So then after meditation class, he, he came to me and said, Bhante, I met you many, many years ago in Chicago downtown. Do you remember me? I said, no, sorry. And he said, one of my best friends asked me to come to meditation. You are doing a workshop downtown. I said, I'm not interested. I don't want that. That's a cult. I don't, you know, he was upset about his best friend. But he was keep pushing him, let's go, let's go, let's go. Finally, he said, okay, okay, I'm coming to support you, not for me. Then he came to the, my class. He was sitting far away back row. And everybody's so engaged, but he's playing in the phone, you know, with his phone. And while he's playing with his phone, he can listen to me, you know, what I'm telling people. In end of the class, he felt something good with himself. He got something. He doesn't know how to explain. He was so quiet. He, and so I just walk away with my friend. And then right after I go home, I search your name. I dig into the more information. I start to meditate. Then I start to do yoga. Now I'm free from drugs. You know Bhante? <laughs> now I'm a yoga teacher. Now I'm a meditation teacher too. I'm teaching yoga and meditation because if you didn't show up in my life like 15 years ago, maybe I end up in the jail. Now think about that time, I just smile, I just sit with him, I did my job. I don't know how many people affect by that. So now think about that little action you talk to that woman, I'm just doing my meditation, can I come in after that? Maybe she got it. So that's powerful. You know, therefore, don't feel bad to share what you are doing. Whether they are getting it or not, always try to share. If they are not getting it, it's okay too. Right after Buddha attained the enlightenment, he just walking on the street. There was a young man looking at the Buddha. He's, you know, right after his enlightenment, he saw there's a radiant person working by. He's look good and, you know, now think of the moment he attained the enlightenment. Then he asked from the Buddha, he doesn't know this is the Buddha, who are you? What is his name? Siddhartha, right? Buddha didn't say Siddhartha. Then he asked, who are you? Then he answered, I am the Buddha. Then he put his tongue out. Ah, what is that means? He just walked away. He didn't get it. Even he met the Buddha, he didn't get it. Then how many years later, then he went to his world and you know, that young man then got married, having all the marriage issues and the problems. <laughs> He is suffering a lot. Then one day he was thinking, oh my God, this man. I met somebody called Buddha. I had to go and find that person. He came back. He met the Buddha again. He became a monk. So now think about when you put your practice out, whether people getting or not, even one word, it will affect somehow one day. So feel that way. Therefore, be courageous. 
to share you know but be careful same time when you become so peaceful there's another distraction it will come to so many people i want to be a teacher now i am going to teach don't do that don't try to be a teacher but you can share become a teacher and sharing is totally two different thing this makes sense okay now what we can do we get get up and have a, maybe 15 20 minutes break then we come back okay i will ring the bell